And welcome to the Shungite Show. It is, this is uh, no, Jan- <clears throat> I've been wanting to say December, January 11th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. So good morning, Derek. And good morning, Nancy, Mark, and everyone. Glad to be here. And Mark? Good morning, Nancy. Hey, Derek, everybody. Hey. Okay, so... Um, What's to say about today? <laughs> we sort of didn't really talk about everything we were going to talk about, so I don't exactly know where to start, so I'm going to pass it to Mark. Mark, when we were talking on Sunday, what did we say we were going to talk about today? I mean, I always have a list of stuff, and so you know, everybody has a thing for um, New Year's resolutions, and then since I work partially in retail... They always have like the big sales for the vitamins and supplements. Um, so, you know, some guy being like a health thing in, in some ways. So um, I guess we could go into the C60 thing. Now, if you go into the, um, what do you call it, uh, alt media community, everybody's pushing C60 products, right? And so my understanding of C60 is, and, and you know, people can go to the archives uh, for our previous discussions on this, but maybe we can update it in a way that uh, C60 can be unintentionally energetically programmed. Uh, and with Shungite, um, I mean, you guys can um, uh, detail and elaborate on that with the difference of the two. And um, yeah, and then, and then so... So that's more of the cosmic C60. But anyway, yeah, if you guys can uh, um, differentiate the two, which one is better to actually get? I mean, the C60 thing seems pretty expensive. Uh, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts every day, so they're always pushing the C60 thing. So maybe uh, that's a good start. And and maybe promoting your book too, uh, Nancy, because it, it, um, I think it does cover that. Go ahead. Derek, I'm going to let you talk about the c60 people know what i think when when you're making it in the lab you're getting human and other energies in it if you get it from shungite you're getting cosmic energies and it's cheaper (laughs) and i don't know what those oils are and everything else that they put in them i wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole sure um so for the listeners um that aren't familiar with what we're talking about. When we're saying C60, so of course, um, C60 also refers to the the carbon, the name of the carbon molecule, that buckyball or fullerene, the soccer ball shape, that is that are contained within shungite. Um, so when we also loosely, so some companies have taken the term C60, where it's technically like a name of molecule, and integrated it into their products. So when we're talking C60, that's what we're talking about. So not in general that the buckyball is harmful, this, that, or the other. It's it's some name brand products, and I'm not even saying their whole name right now for a few reasons, um, have integrated that C60 into their name, and they are usually um, a version of a what they're calling a supplement with C60 molecules in suspension in some type of oil. Um, be it avocado oil or, you know, just different types of oils are what they're doing. And then, um, and I have actually personally talked to a couple of the scientists and again, I'll leave names out of all this because it doesn't really matter because we're going to kind of blanket the whole, um, 
artificial version of this. Uh, and, and they've described to me how they do it. And I'm sure there's different ways now, but long story short, um, these individuals actually kind of shoot a laser at different types of filaments and capture, and I'm gonna use my terms, the soot that comes off of it. And then what is contained within that soot is um, the C60 molecules. And then they're refined from there, then suspended in oil and given out. And then a lot of people are drinking this. I don't know, Nancy and Mark, and you guys may not know either, if they actually say on these bottles for human consumption, because that's a whole, you know, a fine line for anyone who makes any kind of product to walk. So, um, but yeah, that's that's basically the intention of it anyway, is for consumption. And again, I don't know where they fall in on that, on their descriptions. But I'm not a big fan personally of consuming oil myself, just drinking it, it, it the oxidation there. I mean, there's just lots of things. I, that's a whole nother show on that one, on why you wouldn't want to just straight up drink most oils. Um, but yeah, and then uh, as far as now tying in the molecule, not a fan of the artificial molecules either for lots of reasons, because of course, the whole point behind C60 molecules is that they're programmable energetically feeling just on many energy layers or levels, I should say. Um, so not just by human intention, but environmental energies as well. It's kind of hard to separate those out, but just they're very programmable. Let's put it that way. When they're in a, um, well, a high energy or frequency environment, which is everywhere. You can't avoid that. So being so programmable, it, I, I just kind of work logically here in 3D that, you know, and of course we know crystals are programmable, water's programmable, any crystalline um, substance, and, and then again, the C60 molecule. So where it's being made or developed, or again, that energy container being held, well, it's going to, you know, I'm just going to say like even out in the energies that are in the environment where it's at. So on those, how do you know what's going on there? I'm not a fan of NASA myself. Again, whole another topic on that one and or a lot of these big companies for a whole lot of reasons. So I'm not going to consume and enter into my energy body, which does happen, of course, by consuming it physically. It gets into you on many levels. Um, it bypasses a lot of, um, we'll just say, auric or um, energy body security systems that we have to keep kind of. So this is one way around. They're getting they're able to get a pre-programmed device or again, I'll just call it a device, that molecule into you. Um, so rather than just like holding it in your hand as a piece of shungite or something like that. So, and it works differently once it's inside of you. Um, so not a fan of the C60 molecule coming pre-programmed. So, and I don't know, Nancy or Mark, if, how much specific more we want to get on this? Well, um, one of the things that I want people to understand about the C60 because I, I ran into this confusion when I first started dealing with shungite. You got the shungite and it's a compound of all sorts of different minerals that are in it. Um, all of them are, none of them are poisonous. You'll hear people say that the pyrite is dangerous. Um, no, it's not dangerous. Pyrite, the reason they say that pyrite is very dangerous is because of the mining. When you're mining uh, pyrite, you're also into sulfur. It's because of chemistry. When it was being made, some of it came, became pyrite and some of it became sulfur. So in the mining, as you're trying to get the pyrite out, you're also bringing out sulfur. If the sulfur gets into water, it becomes sulfur dioxide, which is enough of it will kill you. 
you so people freak out about the pyrite being in it. Um, but it's not, I mean, pyrite by itself is not going to hurt you at all. So don't worry about it. The other thing about the shungite is that, okay, you've got trace elements, uh, trace molecules of shungite, of the C60. In certain meteorites, uh, a couple of mines in uh, uh, Kakistan and one in, in uh, Ukraine that have some C60, it's in within a, a schist area that is similar to the shungite, but it's not shungite. I mean, it's like minimal compared to what the C60 qu uh, qu quantities in, in shungite. However, it's not a massive amount of, sh of these C60s. In other words, every nugget may not have C60 in it. But the thing of it is, is that because it's shungite, and because of the very unique nature of shungite, well, it's not unique, but within the concept of, you know, stuff, people think that, okay, you, you, you take a nugget away from a, the shungite, it's a nugget. No, they're still connected. There's a quantum entanglement. So even though you may not have a pendant that has C60 in it in any great amount, it doesn't matter. If C60 is integral to the energy that is integral to every single piece, even down to the powder of shungite. So when we talk about the C60 in, um, in, in the shungite, the reason it's there is because the basic material in the shungite is carbon. So if you've got more carbon content, you've got more shungite, I mean C60, okay? So what do I mean by more car carbon content? You can measure it and you can see that certain areas of the, um, okay, it's strip mining. They're, they're just taking bulldozers and taking the top of this thing that hit, there, this meteorite that hit there. They're just, you know, skimming it off. So it depends on, remember, it's all mixed up. It depends on where they are in the, in the and it's 800 kilometers of, of area that this is in, but they're only mining a piece of it. So when they, when they get through this, and there's certain areas that got more carbon and certain areas that have less carbon. Now, you can measure, you can find that out if you want, but you can just look at it. If you've got a more gray look to your shungite, okay, that means the carbon content's lower in it. When you got the deep, rich black that Derek gets, I mean, I've had them, I've had them both, trust me. Um, but even the even the gray, even though it doesn't have much, it's still a shungite piece. It's still connected, so you don't have to worry about it. But you'll get people that'll talk about this aspect of it, and it gets confusing. But the C60 is in carbon. The more carbon, the more C60. But it really doesn't matter when you're talking about shungite because of the quantum entanglement of it. So um, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, any comments or questions? No, no, I agree. That, that I mean, now we have a better... And everybody listening that maybe hasn't heard yet better explanation understands more now. Um, no, I think that's probably in, probably enough. It is uh, C60 uh, molecules are being used, and of course, many um, hygiene products, shampoos, soaps, things like that. 
Um, actually, I have a friend locally that's now starting to develop another version of um, Shungite mouthwash. So maybe we'll talk about that more in the future, um, you know, when they're done with it sort of thing. So not a lot's happening with it. Always, I'm seeing all kinds of, um, I don't know, we'll call it different inventions where it's being used from different people now. So that's, that's kind of cool. Well, when you put in Shungite in Google when I first started out, um, you get maybe a thousand, fifteen hundred different, but the, but they were like scientific stuff. They were looking at it from a scientific state, um, because C sixty wasn't seen any place. It's a molecule that nobody had ever seen. And the amazing story about it is that you got uh, two doctor, two uh, scientists here in the states, and one over there in London, and they're working on a similar, let's say, scientific niche. And so they find out about each other. They get together and they decide what what would if you were making a, a what kind of molecules do you find in interstellar space that you wouldn't naturally find on Earth. And so they basically, at that time, they put a heat, heated up different molecules, and they were working with carbon, okay? So they heat up the carbon, and as the carbon began to burn and turn into soot, they detected that new molecule called the fullerene. So nobody, I mean, it was like, oh, wow, they won the Nobel Prize for it. But the, 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 I mean, you gotta just admire nature, universe, God, spirit, whatever it is that makes these these synchronistic coincidences, right? So there's this um, young scientist who had a picture of the C60 up on a, a screen. He was doing some work with it, and another scientist who was visiting, basically. I mean, he he had just got there. I think he's a member of the staff, but he had just got there. He was brand new to the... It was in Texas, I think, Austin. And um, he takes a look at this molecule up on the screen, and he says to this guy, how do you have a picture of this? Why do you have a picture of this molecule? And the kid said, well, it's C60, you know, it's an artificial molecule. That, that, And the guy says, it's not artificial. We found it in Shungite. I was, I was researching this stuff called Shungite, and we saw it. And so that was when Shungite became the, you know, everybody knew about the C60 and Shungite. But if, if this guy hadn't seen that, you know, photograph up on the screen, who knows how long it would have taken for anybody to find C60. Uh, I just found that to be an interesting story. And another interesting story, um, when we first started out with the Shungite rubber, and this was myself and Walt Silva, um, I said to Walt, I said, Walt, I I want some rubber with the Shungite powder in it. Well, what I actually said to him is I said, I want, I want something that kind of looks like puke, that they, the plastic puke that they would use in Halloween. I said, something like that, but no chunks in it. I said, I want a sheet, you know, this, that's containing Shungite powder. So um, he, he creates the, the first uh, Shungite powder in a rubber format. But what, you know, I love, I love, that, dealing with Walt because he always takes it to the next state, you know. 
for some reason, and he, you know, for some reason he's being guided, but he, he couldn't tell you why he did it. He had a huge magnet, and I'm talking about, it was a ceramic magnet, was probably, I gotta say, at least six inches in diameter. And he, what he would do is he would make the, the rubber compound, make, make it up with the shungite in it, and then he would pour it in a uh, cookie uh, pan. And so he does that. He puts it in the cookie pan. But then he took the pan and he put it on top of the magnet. Okay? So he's, he shows me some pictures, and I'll have to find them and, and get them up. But he shows me this picture, and he's, as he's showing it to me, he's explaining what he did. And I'm looking at this, and you can see in the shungite rubber, like somebody had taken... A pencil and drawn the shape of the magnet, Derek. So you got the, the magnet under the pan where the rubber is sitting with the powder in it, the shungite powder. And all of a sudden in the in the the powder like just was attracted to the magnets and created the entire shape of the magnet within the rubber. What do you think about that? Yeah, obviously the interaction of energies had an effect. Um, yeah, actually that's probably a really good question for Malt. Malt, oh my gosh, Walt, being so um, science, you know, minded and oriented, um, he, he probably have a better explanation. That's I, I don't know how to explain it um, that way, other than obviously the energies, you know, having an effect on each other. And well, Shungite's not magnetic. No, 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 but the 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 excessive effect shungite has on the orgone energy in our environment which all the energy precisely precisely it wasn't a magnetic signature it was an organ organ signature in my opinion you know sure but isn't that fascinating yeah yeah that is (laughs) i mean there's so much yes we're going to get well well when you when you're gone you let's talk about that you're not going to be here Next week, right? Or no, you're going to be here next week. It's the week after that. Nope, I won't be here next week. So next Tuesday is what we're talking about for Shungite Reality. I will not. So this is my last show for two weeks. I'll, um, yeah, I'll be unavailable for, for that time. So, But I'll be back the week after. I'm going to try and look at the date real quick here and see when that would be. So we're talking about I'll be back on the 25th for that show um, of Shungite Reality. Okay, and we're gonna uh, uh, Yasmin's gonna be on, and I'm gonna get Walt to come on too, and um, make a note there, Mark. That we gotta talk about this magnetic thing, because uh, you know every once in a while I think about it and I go like, there's so many, there's so much more we have to learn, you know, about energy and shungite, and it's just fascinating. Um, Okay, and the other thing I wanted to mention, um, we've talked about this on a number of shows, but the uh, National Institute of Health put out a, a report, and in that report, the title of that report is the uh, connection of, to, of 5G to the pandemic, the COVID-19. And they go and they proceed to spend 42 pages of bringing forth and reporting 
over, I think, hundreds, it had to be hundreds of peer-reviewed. They were all peer-reviewed reports that we knew about because we were into the anti-5G thing. Um, but they put them all together, and they s- came to the conclusion that if you've got any symptoms of COVID, get away from 5G right now. And then they demanded a moratorium on 5G. This is the National Institute of Health. This is where Fauci works for. Okay. Now, how the dang thing got out, I don't know. October uh, of uh, last year, what was last year? 21. Of October of 20. No, is that right? Yes, 21. It was published, released. And it took uh, another. No, that was in September. And then October, it got into the um, to the uh, Internet. I find it sometime after that. Maybe it was October. Anyway, it was, it, was, it was a month before they put it on the Internet, but they did put it on the Internet. And I'm reading this thing, and they're demanding, I mean, a moratorium right now, stop it all. And they were not just doing with 5G. It was also the densification of 4G. But the reason I'm bringing it up again is one of the things that they said that just absolutely thrilled me. I mean, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to write a paper as good as this one. Um, th- what thrilled me was that they got to talking about the dangers of 5G and the fact that water absorbs radiation, and if you've got little critters that are mostly water and us. Um, that are uh, the water molecules are actually absorbing the radiation. That is a reason to be very, very concerned about not just what's happening to human beings, but so what's happening to the biosphere. So they actually went there, and it, explain to me if you can or if you understand it, because I'm a little bit not comfortable with what I I know regarding water and absorption of radiation. Um, I think even that one, I would probably jump on a search engine for a, a good description. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to even jump into that one unless, Mark, you have some input on that. We can bring it, and I'm doing it in the background, bringing up a web page. No, not at all. <laughs> Sorry. But I found mm. that to be very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, the rad particles and how it, hmm, how they interact. Nope, I cannot comment on that. All right. Well, anybody out there that knows anything or can find something, I, I just found it to be, um, well, it, it's in the National Institute of Health Re- Science Report on the connection between 5G and, and the pandemic. And they they go through this, and they actually take all, not all, but the basic symptoms of COVID um, and explain because we said that the symptoms of COVID and 5G poisoning are the same. We said that because we had already seen these documents. But this is an official, powerful agency of the United States government saying this. So there's good news out there. There is good news because we've got good people that are still trying to do a good job. Um, but, yeah, so that, that, that whole thing, I meant, meant, anyway. Okay, so did we answer the question that Mark was was wondering about, or is there he have a specific question regarding the C60? Uh, I wanted to just re- reference people if they want to look at the paper. So this is the um, U.S. National Library of Medicine, uh, National Institute of Health, published online September 29, 2021, evidence for a connection between coronavirus disease 
19 and exposure to radio frequency radiation from wireless communications, including 5G. So Infowars does have a good video on it. And I sent this to you almost back on the 9th of December, uh, the video, and, and it listed like three or four different articles that connected to it, which is um, their article was scientific study concludes that 5G exacerbated COVID. And we did talk about this on Radio 5G, I think, last week. Uh, but in regards to the C60, yeah, the question was answered also <clears throat> as a kind of um, way back, uh, what do you call it, time machine thing. Uh, people can go to the Facebook Shungite group. And, of course, I think it, it's public enough where you don't need even a uh, Facebook account to see, um, what do you call it, some of the posts. It's, it's, a, it's a public um uh, group page, but I did a Stanford Hospital posted a video when they debuted the C60 molecule uh, sculpture, which is huge. It's like um, three times the size of a person. Uh, you can go to YouTube, which is uh, Bucky Ball, one word, installation time last by Leo Villarreal, and there is a um, Stanford Medicine um, article on it called Bucky Ball Sculpture Installed at New Stanford Hospital from back in July 2019. Uh, I think Derek did a, what do you call it, a um, animation or graphic on, on Facebook, right, of, of, of uh, creating a C60 around you, <clears throat> um, the love bubble thing. I wonder if he can elaborate on that and let us know where to find it. But on my end, um, I've worked with... Uh, um, Shungai in, in, in some DreamWorks stuff and also C60. So <clears throat> I have to look at my dream journal, but C60 showed up as a almost like an armor thing, sort of. And then in its different angles and panels, you can actually use it as a holographic tool, even just, just using your imagination for for endless things, infinite things. Just use your imagination, play around with it intuitively. And, and um, it, it could serve as as a multifaceted tool and besides it's also the building block of the universe um <clears throat> i think it has a relation to the tet tetrahedron um gene deacon used to have a subscription service his older one uh, a couple of years ago where he was talking about it's the tetra tetrahedron or, or the buckyball is um uh pretty much the throne of god since it it's one of those main components but um yeah, I wonder if, if Derek can give us some uh, free tools to use on, especially nowadays, um, you know, we're, peak flu season was back in mid-December, quote-unquote flu season, right? But, you know, people are getting sick, and then, uh, uh, what's her name, um, Infinite Awareness uh, <clears throat> posted a video in, um, what do you call it, the chat about, uh, it was detailing a, a bitch video on on. Kristen W. in the alt media community, in independent media, um, there was a fellow, uh, you know, journalist, <clears throat> independent journalist who had passed away. And um, so she was sick flying from Florida already to L.A. You know, God forbid, you go opposite ends of the world of, of 180 de degrees. And so it was said that, um, maybe I should read it if I can find it, but that she was, there was some kind of aerosolization or spray uh, somewhere during her travels or being in L.A., which is no surprise. But anyway, 
I'm kind of going off on a different thing. So, uh, no, but I, I brought that up because people should always constantly use the Love Bubble C60 thing and Love Blankets uh, um, visual and imagination um, since our, you know, consciousness and frequencies uh, um, deepening as we approach towards uh, transition. But, um, yeah, I don't know if, if uh, Derek or Nancy can elaborate on those things. Sure. I just um, also in the chat room while Mark was chatting, um, I uploaded the video of uh, it's a little MP4 I made recently. So a short video of uh, it's pretty cheesy looking. So luckily I can't hear everybody laughing at me when they see it. But it's a silhouette of a person in a C60 molecule. So you get a, a, a I was trying to make a quick visual is what it was. Um, so it's, it's pretty short file size. So if you click on it in chat, <clears throat> you can really see it. Um, but again, it gives you the, the visualization of, uh, you know, the human body within that c60 molecule um but i did share that on there so and that's really what i do mark is that's the best that's my whole i call it etheric hygiene um or something like that <clears throat> um because you know we're, we're taught and we have it explained to us in this life that you know of course we have physical hygiene or baths and showers we all take but that's only 10 percent of us we're 90 percent metaphysical or energy but nobody's talking about etheric or energy hygiene. Um, so that's what that whole buckyball and armoring process can be thought of. And then you can always um, tweak that, you know, etheric hygiene process, the way you do it, the visualization, the things you think of um, to what suits you. But that is, for me, that armoring process of that buckyball filled with love frequency, the energy, and then silver mirrors on the outside and inside of that buckyball kind of reflecting back your own love you can think of it as and then that soccer ball expands from inside your heart because it's already there out around you and then hence that visualization where you see that little figure kind of floating just where you can't quite touch the sides of the buckyball on the inside um, and just using that imagination process because your imagination is real draws your attention here in the 3D towards that imaginary ball around you that's not imaginary. You just don't see it. It's off the visual spectrum. And it adds energy to it, hence strengthening your etheric armor. So doing that is what kind of helps you or us stop, because of course there's energies and feelings and stuff in this 3D environment that we don't see. Again, it's off the visual spectrum. And we've all experienced this. You walk into a room or wherever and all of a sudden you feel this blast of energy or emotions like what the heck was that well your aura or your your armor meant that buckyball of love was maybe not as cohesive as it could be at the time so that blasted you you know things like a, a raincoat out in the out in a storm it's probably a good idea to put one on or every raindrop hits you and if you don't use your etheric hygiene or armor process every emotion thought feeling whatever it is you're going to perceive it at a heightened level and that's not always the greatest position to be in, um, depending on your, you know, your feelings at the time. So that's why I like to tie that all in together, talking about, um, because, of course, you know, we all take those baths or showers every day, every other day or something like that for our physical bodies. Again, that's 10% of you. So it's 90% more important for you to do your etheric or metaphysical hygiene. And again, just one way is that armoring process I keep talking about. Um, but again, that's... You're an energy being having a physical experience. We just have to keep saying these comments and reminding each other um, that that is so important. And that's, again, why we keep talking about Shungite and um, just the C60 molecule using your imagination and feelings. 
we're getting in the 90% of this reality that really matters. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that made, I do oh, did the visual, um, Nancy, Mark, did one of you try that video and did it open up for others so that I know it got uploaded in the chat room is what I'm asking here. Um, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, oh. people can just click on the MP4 and then, um, but then you also post in your Mystical Wears um, Facebook group, right? It's also in there? Yeah, yeah. So it's also on Facebook. If you're not following us, we have a Mystical Wears group, which I'd suggest following that more so than the Mystical Wears page. There's a whole lot more action stuff and interactions happening, of course, in the groups rather than the pages. Um, so that's and I did post it there and um, even a, a description of some of the stuff I do and how I do it. Nancy, I don't know if you win and if you want to get into that. Um, and that might be for the next half of the show. But, yeah, we put some new stuff in the group. Um, what I'm talking about is I did a quick description of how I energetically work and shared that on Facebook. And also, these things can be found on the mysticalwares.com website on the About Us page. So we've been we've been trying to you know put a lot more information out there and get more into the graphics and and visuals as well, kind of help us all you know get a handhold. And Nancy, Mark, did you guys have a direction you wanted to go now, or any questions on anything I said? I, I think because um, this is a good thing for for armor layers or um you did have a thing on love bubble love blanket right maybe you can detail that just additional <clears throat> armor I, I like to say clothing layers so it's not so um dualistic sometimes i guess people can play with that idea <clears throat> but um you got the <clears throat> the heart thing heart sphere and then the the, the c60 and then people can check out the armor of god that's another thing too I think Nancy, you had some shows about Armor of God. You you were detailing. Um, I forget what it was in relation to, but um, I, I put a um, a graphic in the Shungat Reality Group and and maybe even um, um, you don't even need to read the scripture, but just the energy coming from it uh, works too. Uh, I think that's all I got for that. Yeah. Okay, so. Um... Do you want to go and talk about that now? The, or do you want to wait for Jalissa to come on? I didn't even mention that Jalissa uh, Helms is going to be with us in the last hour. <laughs> yeah, we should have mentioned that. Um, yeah, she'll be joining us for the other. I guess there's no reason to wait. Whenever. It doesn't really matter. All right, why don't we go? Well, it's a come up. So why don't you just um, explain that? You can go to the uh, mysticalwares.com. And over to the right, it's the more button you have to go on to get to the about us. And uh, so you click on the last button and it drops down. You go to about us and you'll see what Derek just put in the chat room is um, something he's wrote to share with you to, well, I'm just going to let him read it. <laughs> no, that's probably, that's, yeah, because I get asked a lot, you know, how do you work? What do you do? Um, and that's a, believe it or not, it's a, tough um question for for someone like me so i again i shared it in chat and i know not everybody's live in chat right now and maybe listening to this later so i will read it and then maybe i'll just read it as it is and then i'll come back through and see if there's any questions or anything maybe so what i'm really doing like nancy said it's on the mysticalwares.com webpage on the about us so again i've never actually put out a description of, of i don't know even know what to call it so I'll just read it. So it's kind of titled Sessions with Derek on it, um, an explanation of how Derek perceives energy. It's going to sound weird, me reading this from 
my own perspective. But anyway, individuals such as myself are sometimes called seers. I prefer to describe myself as a frequency perceiver with a combination of natural-born intuition along with many years of self-expansion and training. I've learned to perceive our reality through not only my five senses, but also through my chakras, thus perceiving our reality from not only the physical reality, but also the metaphysical reality. Using these expanded understandings and abilities, which we all possess, I can not only see spirit guides, angels, and past loved ones, but also communicate with them. With the understanding that time doesn't truly exist, what are often called past lives or concurrent lives can also be perceived during a session. Truly, everything is energy, and with the knowledge of how to match the frequency of an already healed person, you can gain assistance in healing yourself through energy work during a session. Although I am a certified Reiki master slash teacher, only love energy is used during healings. Love, of course, being the strongest energy, which falls in the point one hertz frequency range. Not only complete energy body healings, but physical body healings can occur. So again, I was, and that's just the end of the statement. Um, I know it's kind of all over the place and kind of vague, but you know, it's hard to be specific about these things. So I guess where I can chime in on this and uh, so, Nancy, I'm glad you had me actually read it. So, because it's convenient on audio, do you or Mark, and then please, anybody in chat as well, any suggestions or maybe what did I not word that such that it's, you know, digestible? Any input, I'll put it that way. No, I don't have any English con uh, critiquing, but I do have a question. You said concurrent lives. I'm trying to ah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you said you said um, with the understanding that time doesn't truly exist, what are often called past lives or concurrent lives can also be perceived during a session. I, can you expand on that? Sure. Yeah, and I dropped a couple breadcrumbs in there, of course, and that's one of them. Um, well, there's no such, and that's just physics fact. Um, well, whatever reality fact. Time doesn't exist. There's only now. We invented something called time to give us a linear scale of slotting things, putting things in a perspective we can easily grasp it from the human perspective. So because time doesn't exist, um, again, there's only now. This is a hard thing to wrap your head around, and I'm going to kind of stumble here because it's a hard thing to describe. Um, but I do like to – so, yes, I can see – well, <laughs> let's be really specific because I have the time. I know I'm joking. I can perceive what are often called past lives um, and or I know it's going to head wrapper here, but future lives because there is no time. And when you have that understanding, you then remove yourself from that limitation when you're a perceiver or seer or psychic intuitive, again, wherever on that spectrum you fall. So how I actually perceive time because there's no limit, I like to describe it as video on demand, kind of like Netflix. So think of your higher self or oversoul, call it whatever you want, your spirit, kind of sitting at a computer um, <clears throat> choosing to have a lifetime. So in that computer is a reality. So the bigger you is choosing to have a, let's just call it Sims game you're playing there. You're having a Sims game in a certain reality on that computer in a certain time. So you can choose, well, I want to play this character back in the, the you know, the times when dinosaurs roamed the earth or in the future, wherever. And I know I'm going to extremes there, but 
who says you can only play one character at a, I know I'm going to have to keep using the word time here, at a time. So what I'm saying is um, you can have many Sims characters at once. That's why I'm tying into the game and analogy here. All or lifetimes, all happening at the same time or in the same, you know, again, I'm getting stuck with the terms because we're limited down your time. Um, and it's also now why I talked about video on demand, kind of like Netflix. So let's think of Netflix as this universe, because, of course, there's not just a universe, meaning one verse. It's a multiverse or many. So there's Amazon Prime. There's Hulu. There's Disney Plus, whatever. Other video on demand systems called that are universes. And realize there's only certain lifetimes. So like at any given time, maybe Netflix has all of the Simpsons seasons available and Hulu doesn't. So that's what really goes on there on the 3D video on demand thing. They all kind of just buy and share for different pockets of time. But think of those. I know, sorry it's taken so long, but please try and hang on. Um, that version of The Simpsons, <clears throat> this reality here on Earth, let's, let's, let's associate to that. At best, we're in the version of The Simpsons here. Um, that's a lifetime you can choose to perceive and enter in. So what I'm saying is your higher self, just use a computer analogy. I'm not saying you're floating up there with a computer, but let's look at that. You have a way of accessing this reality on your system. And you can jump into any episode of The Simpsons you want. It's not like you have to stay along with the season. So if you want to jump into season one, episode one, Earth, I don't know, BC, whatever date you want, you can have a lifetime in that. At the same time, you're having one, another Sims character, and another, or again, Netflix, have a second computer or TV, start a different episode in that universe of Netflix, on a different planet or reality, which would be the, the show I'm talking about. Um, I want to pause there for a minute, Nancy, because am I, because it is such a big net I'm casting, it can get convoluted really quickly. So am I even remotely understandable right now? I want to, I want to pause and ask that because I'm all over the place is what I'm saying. Uh, yes, I think you're doing fine. Um, I will, I will, I will say that I don't know about anybody else, but, um, tremendous amount of energy. I just got like I had to actually grab the the dog I've got made out of shungite rubber, you know, to ground me. Oh, you will. I should have actually won that too. So yeah, I, yeah I'm just mentioning that you know, if you're driving, you might want to not listen to the show. <laughs> That's <laughs> or, a good point. Or put and down any not- put down any knives or anything you know that <laughs> could be dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Go ahead and finish. No, but I think that um, the, the information that you're you're giving. Let me let me just kind of get my head because I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I stopped listening for a while because I realized that I was really kind of whacked out. <laughs> and I'm going like, what's happening here? Um, okay, when we're talking about time. The best way I've found to explain it is that it's a construct that we've made to understand place and space. Because we, as individuals, are space. We are taking up a certain amount of space within the universe. But we're also traveling. I mean, from 
one nanosecond to the other, you're never in the same place because we're on a planet that's, that's traveling at millions of miles an hour, supposedly around the sun, but actually it, well, anyway, we won't get into that. <laughs> but so you're, you're always moving at a very fast rate of speed. That's why we concocted the concept of time to be able to understand and calendars made up cal- to understand this passage of place. And what we have to focus on when we're metaphysicians is that because we are energy bodies, every time the environment around us changes, we change. So our space can change, even though we're, let's say, in a place that seems pretty stable, it's not doing a lot of weird things, we can still be changing as space because we're always changing. So... Time is irrelevant. There are, if you want to think about it, it's like because we change and because we're traveling through time, it's like snapshots of ourselves. And that goes on into the future and into the past. It's all happening. I know that's what is reality because you can't do like for instance um, my cousin was telling me a story about something we did when I was probably a freshman in college and I had no 3D recollection of what this this had happened but because he was so focused on it he he was like an anchor and all of a sudden I was let's say remembering but it was more than remembering it's perceiving so from that standpoint, I had gone back into time, even though I hadn't left my body. My, my mental, you know, comprehension of, of perception of reality, boom, was now back in time. So doing this, I don't go to the future. It's kind of like I feel like it's none of my business yet, you know. So I don't really go to the future. But the back thing, if, if, if it was wasn't happening at all all the time i don't how would you get there what would it be i mean zero nothing you know that's why we've got to be living forever (laughs) anyway i'm babbling but um i'm also kind of grounded back out so derek do you remember where you were (laughs) oh yeah i mean it's just really you can go all over the place but you're right on your comment of course you live forever we're immortal i mean these lives these bodies are vehicles it's like oh here's your first car well, you're done when it's wrecked and runs out of, you know, life. Not get real. We're already immortal. And I hear all kinds of stuff around me. Like, what, what are people thinking? They want to be immortal in this vehicle, this body? Really? What sense does that make? No, people just think of stuff logically. I mean, of course we are. You live forever. What do you, it doesn't even make sense any other way if they just think about it. And everybody's still limiting themselves to this 3D reality. It's a class. And this is a classroom. We're going to get past it. There's so much more. Um, But yeah, that whole limitation of time thing. No, I mean, multiple lives at once. So long story short, if I'm doing a session here, it makes no difference if it's in person or remote. I can perceive their concurrent lifetimes they are already in because I can chat with those other selves. You'll call them another aspect of yourself or something like that. Well, I do it on nearly a daily basis. And I'm not the only one. We can all learn and expand into these understandings and do similar things to one degree or another. But no, I chat with other versions of ourselves, and that's how I actually 
big air quotes here that you won't see, upgrade myself or become more of what I already am. I realize I have another lifetime or have lived another life, which is living. So it's concurrence because remember, there is no time. It's not gone. You just have to vaguely wrap your head around it and imagine, which is real, that aspect of yourself and integrate it. And then also, again, if you're on a computer, some gaming geek playing um, RPG games or role-playing games or Sims games like that, well, who, again, told you you can only play one character or that you can't integrate, play one character and integrate those understandings in another one? Just think about it is all you have to do. Um, and then, again, there's always other tips and tricks and ways and meditations and, and ways of doing this and explaining it. But it's all there. It's already there. Um, there's not a magic potion you have to find the secret recipe to or go to a mystery school to learn it. No. Sit down, relax, get out of anxiety, stress, and depression energies. And these you'll have those aha moments, which is, Nancy, why you were feeling a, a glitch in the matrix, let's, let's call it. And you were feeling things like shift. And it was probably kind of like swirling a little bit. And everybody will perceive this differently. But that's another layer of understanding or frequency you expanded into. So you were kind of getting your etheric footing. So what I'm saying, now when you're, and everybody listening as well, by the way, now that you, and I didn't upgrade anything, you're doing it yourselves by just hearing this kind of stuff. That's why it's important to get around like-minded individuals and to, yes, sit around and talk about this crazy woohoo stuff and little invisible molecules. And they're not invisible. Um, but all this stuff matters because as your understanding expands, so is your energy field, and then you can do more. So it's like a, etheric muscle cramps. You're getting past those things um, by that. So then, again, now when you have your – so in, let's just – I'm like, well, Nancy doesn't mind, so cause you're on the Internet. Um, so in using you as an example, um, as our understandings – and they're always – me, everybody, all of ours are expanding all the time, by the way. Um, and the more we kind of go with the flow and expand into that, now when we're trying to put stuff together in our head, find those breadcrumbs or aha moments, you have a bigger pool to pull from, more of that. And then it's like a missing puzzle piece or a layer. You have a thousand-piece puzzle. Maybe you've only been working with that one little patch. Now you've got some connector pieces. So now these other big patches that you shoved aside a week ago because you don't quite know where they go, there's your aha moment. So that's how you do it. Um, and anyway, again, I don't know if I was all over the place. Yeah, but I was with you. Uh, the, okay, uh, the aha moment is a very interesting concept. Um, Hammer, Hammer Mill and um, Pen, Penrose. Penrose, I think. Or it's either Penrose. I think it's Penrose or Penrod. Penrose. Uh, the, Penrose being uh, Sir Penrose and being a uh, noted, I think he's even won the Nobel Prize for um, physics. And uh, Hammermill is a anesthesiologist who used to bring people to technically death and then bring them back. And he was fascinated with consciousness. Where does that consciousness go when I've got the body in a state of virtually death? These two got together, as odd as it seems, and created a concept of where is consciousness in regards to the human being. And what they decided, the quantum physicist, <laughs> Penrose, he decides that the consciousness is an energy 
an energy sequence that is mis maintained in the cells, okay, in a specific place in the cells, but just the cells. And so he, he told the world this thing, and everybody told me was crazy, and he said, no, you're going to find out that there's quantum things that are happening inside the cells. And one of these things is the retention of energy. And so I think about 10 years went by before, you know, quantum physicists got to the point of being able to measure it. But this brings us back to the concept of the aha moment. When you're, the aha moment is something that you can all of a sudden, you know, you're doing two and two is four. What does this mean? Oh, I get it. Two and two is four. That's an aha moment. When you get that aha moment, your signature is put on that aha moment. And all of these signatures and these particular particularly, uh, uh, let's say, um, complex energy signatures, okay, come together in the world of energy as your memories, your experiences, your aha moments, all contained within this, this energy field that's yours and yours alone. Okay, so... Does it, is this woohoo? Not really. This is not really woohoo because they can measure the brain now and they see when these aha moments occur, there's a whole different frequency that happens in the brain. And an average person may have, you know, three or four of these a week, but they have taken some of these high meditative uh, llama, uh, llamas, not llamas, is it llamas? The m m monks, okay, monks. And, you know, they find that these people are doing like 80, 80 times a day aha moments in their heads. Their heads are just continually exploding with this energy. And all of that energy is, like I say, is uniquely held together by the concept of quantum entanglement. So what we're telling you, and in, in maybe the message here, is that metaphysics is not woo-woo. Metaphysics is science. And quantum physics has been claimed by other, you know, uh, disciplines of science to be, you know, woo-woo. When it first started out, and even now, you'll still feel people, you know, putting down quantum physicists because the people that are putting them down aren't in a level of energy to perceive, to understand, to comprehend, to have the aha moments regarding this. So the when you take the metaphysics and you take the quantum physics and you bring it together, that's what I call enterology, the study of energy. And, I mean, I've, I've watched this for decades come together, how these two science, these one that was woo-woo and the other one that was woo-woo come together to be, uh, you know, the science for explaining all of the stuff that seems to be paranormal. And a lot of the stuff, the 3D, that you go like, why is that happening? You know, like, why did the why did the in the rubber the shungite rubber why was that magnet, you know, shape outlined? It was like all the little shungite powder particles, you know, took the outline. Was it magnetism? No. Was magnetism involved? Yes. But it's a different form of energy, organ. So we are in a very, very exciting place for me from the standpoint of 
simply the way that the sciences are going. But over to you guys. Are you there? And, yep, no, I was unmuting because, um, and actually, because I, I know we're going to break soon, so. Um, no, you know, like we mentioned earlier, Jalissa's going to join us for the next hour. So, no, she just entered. Mark, did you have any comments on um, what Nancy was talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, where can we get your book, Nancy? Well, you can get it on Amazon, but um, but you can order it through metaphysicalwares.com. Uh, um, and if you do it through them, you'll get a free Shanghai sticker, which is a $10 value. I think they're still $10. I'm not sure, Derek. It I know I keep them, but I lower prices. I don't raise them. I know. And then also- that's, that's what I, I said. <laughs> they're definitely <laughs> worth it, I'll tell you that. You get one, and you can use it forever, as long as you don't do things like I. Well, anyway, <laughs> get them stuck to something else, them. you know. And all of a sudden, you you ripped it up, you know. I mean, well, what the hell happened? <laughs> Once in a while. Yeah. And each of the books also has a Shungai ink stamp of a B. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I as well. So the book itself is literally a Shungai infused. Well, cosmic silver Shungai is what it is. We use the S4 ink, so a blend of the silver powder, of course, with Shanghai, and that's in the ink that we stamp it with. And you also can get that ink from Derek's store. Yep, yep, all on mysticalwares.com. Yep. You got a lot of neat things, I must say. We keep adding more. Yeah, Olivia's been going kind of crazy, too, on adding new, we'll just call it Mystical Wares products outside of Shanghai. So, yes. A huge, probably one of the largest selections of Shungai products available anywhere. But now, just a plethora of crystal clusters, rocks, gems, tarot oracle books. I mean, and that's all on the mysticalwares.com website. And there's a store on there. But, yeah, there's a lot going on on there. New stuff every week, literally. Now, she's going to be going on the trip with you. She is. Yeah. Just time it'll Olivia and I. Uh Yep, so we'll be doing uh, another purchase. What we're talking about, and I'll, I'll just say as much as I can. So another buying trip for the Mystical Wear store and our online store. We go to Arizona and other places, just peppered throughout the year to different events and rock and gem shows, and then bring the stuff back. That's the way to, of course, get the best prices for everybody um, and to do it ourselves. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Now, are they going to have the Tucson show in Arizona? You say you're going for a show? They are. I'm, yeah, when, when I do go, it's going to be Quartzsite, Arizona. And I'll probably go through Tucson because I do have I have connections there and friends that own the businesses. So I can kind of get in regardless. But Tucson show is happening the whole – that's more in February. So when people think Tucson, Arizona, Rock and Gem Crystal Show, they're thinking the February shows. I'm going now – Tucson is about four hours away from Quartzsite – where Quartzsite has what's called a powwow and a Tyson Wells rock and gem show. And I'm saying the name, so if somebody wants to search engine it and look it up, um, but a huge chunk of the desert, hundreds of vendors, be it the what we just call the Moroccans, so some representatives from Morocco that come, um, that bring the selenite products, and they have huge tents. Or, you know, little minor Bob that climbs down from the mountains at this time of year in Arizona and brings his pickup truck and drops the, the tailgate open. And I'm just kind of, you know, having fun with that name. But those individuals, and that's where you get the cool stuff, they'll come down there and take part. And that's how I started as what I'm making fun of, a minor Bob, just kind of coming down and 
and sharing the stuff we pulled out of the mountain. So that's what's happening. Uh, I know we're getting close to break, and I don't know how. Yeah, we are. Um, okay. And you were doing that with your dad as a young man. Back in the 70s. Yep. Started in the 70s and 80s, and I'm a gold prospector, too. Lots of things. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it, that you ended up doing the same thing you did as a kid? Oh, yeah. It all ties back together. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's Craig Stewart, Shanghai, We the People. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's January 11th, 2022. 
My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and Mark Joseph. I believe they're back, and I believe that Derek has Jalissa Holmes with him. <laughs> with him. Yes. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, hi, hey. Jalissa. We're back. Okay. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. I'm on the radio. Yeah, I um, only was able to listen to the last little bit before I got here. So oh, about kind of lives and got yeah, any thoughts it. on it? No, I I agree with Derek on a lot of that. Uh, a lot of people ask questions about the past lives and um, when people empaths, especially, I feel like they can the reason why they're able to like feel or feel like they're in your shoes is because they actually can do it. And that's part of the, how it's a concurrent life is everything's playing out now um, or going back into a memory. Like and what you're saying, you don't have to necessarily pop in physically into that memory uh, where you go more in your mind than with your whole body. So I think those are, it's all connected. That makes sense. Yeah, it's all tough stuff to talk about, of course, because <clears throat> even that. Actually, Nancy, I do have a comment on that too. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think about where to, what terms to use, but of course, we like to use the term quantum entanglement, or we're all connected um, <clears throat> with each other. Well, uh, I'll again hang on to your desks and chairs. Well, who's to say that that quantum entanglement, or let's just say that connection? Again, and it's not limited to this reality. So as you realize it, <clears throat> excuse me, as an entity, an individual, a conscious being, I didn't say human form, as you understand it on the soul or spirit level, again, aha moment, that it's not just limited here. Then you again, you go, oh, okay, why would we be limited? Because why is there some big wall that's stopping you from connecting to other um realities and no it's a it's a self wall it's a limitation or understanding is what it is or we've read something that somebody said there's this big <clears throat> etheric blockage that stops us from connecting blah 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 and we drank that kool-aid and believed it well we just drank a limitation um so with the understanding that everything is connected of course and that there's no no um except for this except for that there's no um things like that realize it Perceive your other realities or lifetimes or other yous. Imagine them as part of you now, because if you do it now, let's let's tie this into here in 3D with us. Well, on what we call Halloween around here in the U.S., when we put on these costumes, don't we kind of feel, you know, energetically and, you know, kind of play the part or role? I don't care if it's a Spider-Man suit or a princess outfit. Either way, we're going to kind of own that persona. and think you can do the similar thing with other yous. And then kind of integrate those aspects now. And heck, yeah, you'll feel more empowered or more like a, a Spider-Man or princess or whatever, um, those type of things. And it's not contained in this reality. It's in the air quotes here again, imagination levels, the 90%. So, yes, yeah, sit down, get in your imagination, imagine yourself the way you want to be. And you've had so many lives, you are already that. And then fake it till you make it. You are already that, and it'll get easier as you go. So I'm hoping that made some sense as well. Again, tough topics to talk about.
I don't know if they're tough talk topics. I just think we don't exercise it enough. <laughs> because that's where, that's where we're going. I mean, we're making massive changes. And, I mean, in my world, without, without Shanghai, I wouldn't be where I am. You know, it, it, if nothing else, it draws people together. There's a Shanghai group in the world. We've got Shanghai bees, we've got Shanghai water, we've got Shanghai C60 people. They're all coming together, opening up avenues of communication. Hello, I got all these people here and nobody's talking. <laughs> and we are on techie issues on this side while you were talking. So I was actually replugging in keyboards and mice. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, we couldn't warn you. So I was like, I'm like, hurry up in the background while Nancy's talking. So we're back up now. Let's actually have to work. Well, Mark, Mark, Mark and I also yeah. talk to each other. Mark, what, what are you thinking? What, do you, what You got something else on your platter there? Mark? Oh, good Lord. It's Mark. Um, so listen to the last, our metaphysical perspective. Actually, the last few, I've been having uh, keyboard problems and mouse issues, and then I got a new keyboard and mouse and still had issues, and changed out the batteries, and I think it was worse with the last set because it was wireless, and so now I just got wired in. But, of course, it's an energy thing. A lot of it is an energy thing, not just a... Lisa, uh, Jalissa always has techie issues. Oh my gosh. She'll walk around a computer and it'll just, who the heck knows what. I don't know how I got through this life. <laughs> yes. Or how I'm getting through with things working for me. Yeah, big energy. And that's also, that applies to everybody. So any of us, and it can, you know, to one degree, another depends how heightened you are at the time, um, emotionally and energetically. Um, but yeah, it will all have an effect on electronics. I've got lots of stories where. I've actually shut off the lights in this place. I don't know how many times. Um, and we again, we can all do these things. And often it's not a great thing. Mark, um, is Mark there now? Mark. Yeah. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's sound, sound issues. See? Uh -huh. Derek's blowing out the energies on the computers. Don't do it to mine. We'll lose the station. <laughs> Grabbing my shungite again. <laughs> Okay, Mark, anything you you wanted to ask or add, or do you have some other subject? Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> we're talking about ironing out the wrinkles, uh, moving into the transition, um, the golden age, and, and um, you know, Shungai's helping with that, and, and Derek gave us some tools. Um, I guess we can keep going in that direction, and the other additional tools for people since... I mean, quote-unquote peak flu season was mid-December, and then just lately we have, you know, I mean, it's been happening all throughout last year, but people um, passing away, celebrities, stuff like that. Um, and just maybe, I don't know if anybody has any additional <clears throat> armor recommendations. So I know the big thing in, in the health freedom community is getting the hydroxychloroquine ivermectin. That's like the big thing, and we know that... Uh, um, the USPS has been blocking some of those from coming in uh, overseas, but there's just endless options aside from what we're talking about. So um, people can check out Zev Zelenko, that, that doctor, on different podcasts. You, actually, YouTube doesn't do that, but BitChute, Rumble, 
of his just get over the counter stuff in a certain combination will have the same effect as um, hydroxychloroquine. We also have the quinine um, sound frequency and, and cosmic reality uh, healing tones. And um, <clears throat> I think it was uh, uh, Sinchona Bark is is uh, it's somewhat of an equivalent to hydroxychloroquine. People can look at that. And then a thing called fenbendazole, um, F-E-N-B-E-N-D-A-Z-O-L-E, as a cousin of ivermectin. People can check that out as another option. Um, and even various antiparasitics. So in the chat, we're talking about um, <clears throat> some some uh, uh, independent journalists getting uh, attacked. So I think we've detailed in like Radio 5G that journalists like um, Steve Quayle and Celeste Solom, they were individually picked out as a and being hit by by uh, um, spe- specific specific kind of bioweapon. So they were specifically targeted, and they pretty much could have died, but they had some emergency stuff. They did check them out on like Brighton and like bitch interviews of of what happened, and so a lot of these freedom um, conferences have been, uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, aerosolized, like the, been being sprayed since uh, like 2020 and, and last year. So chlorine dioxide is actually a good preventive measure when you start to feel something coming on real quick. And so um, <clears throat> people can easily buy Jim Humble's book, even get it for free, uh, the PDF online. Just search for it um, and duck to go. So I, I don't know if people can recommend, you guys can recommend anything else um, additional. Obviously getting sun, grounding, you know, usual nutritional uh, uh, spectrum. But yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you literally, and what's open on my web browser, and, and just by the way, everybody, Mark has no idea. Um, is a page about, I don't know, literally five, ten minutes ago, here while I was muted listening to the show, uh, I ordered two jars of chlorine dioxide myself. Um, and we weren't, again, we weren't chatting about this. In fact, I saw the link up here. Um, so for that, then again, there's lots of different supplements and things. But um, again, synchronicities are, are not <laughs> not always lost on me. Maybe, maybe you'd like to put that link that you just bought that off of into the chat. There we go. Let's see that. It'll be in chat in just one moment. Um, so, yeah, I did do that. Um, it's in chat now. So, uh, again, synchronicities. I'm only, again, I'm only chiming in on about this now because it, it wasn't random that Mark would bring that up. And I I'd just done this. Um, there's different versions, types and stuff. So, anyway. There's actually another thing that we were talking about, too, quinine. Yeah. Uh, so I think quinine sulfate, but there's also quinine that can be found in, like, some tonic water. Uh, of course, there's going to be some brands better than others because there's preservatives and stuff that you'd want to avoid. But um, quinine, I'm trying to find information on there. Can you spell quinine for those that are listening? Yes, it's Q-U-I-N-I-N-E. Let me just find that information. I'll bring it back. Yeah, so it's different. Yeah, she's going to bring it up here. Is there anything you want to share in chat? Um, It was uh, prevention of viruses and to support digestion, but I think it was another anti-parasitic thing. But you can also make it at home with uh, rinds of three lemons, rinds of three grapefruits, and like two and a half liters of water. 
Is that like a recipe that can... They can make at home. <clears throat> and it um, creates... I, I've just got to say that that um, <clears throat> theory of the, that has been challenged. The quinine? Yeah, about the lemons and stuff. It's been challenged. I'm just putting it out there. The do, some oh, no, do due, dil- due, due diligence that, you know... Um, yeah, we never made it, and she actually, this is the first I've heard about it. Yeah, and actually, I was looking it up for a different reason. It was more for leg cramps and stuff, and then when I was thinking of it, it came across my feed as a, a natural one, like she was saying. One of and those. that that could be as telling as, you know, somebody talking bad about it. You have to go <laughs> with what yeah. feels right. And if you got lemons and you got the orange, you know, you can give them the, the but you can just look it up. But also, like um, Mark mentioned, is that we have healing uh, tones. And anybody that goes to radio, uh, cosmicreality.com and hit the radio tab, down underneath the chat in the schedule is, is a little green graphy thing. If you click on that, you'll go to a page that gives you all sorts of different tones. And those tones are energies that are counter for whatever it's talking about you know morgellons disease or uh, there's a whole slew of them um, but it's also healing stuff like also the shungite frequency and um, so they're tones you just listen to them yeah i just um search engine uh i'm trying to, and i'm just gonna say it anyway i'm trying to get away from saying google just so everybody knows when i say search engine um uh, but yeah, so, uh, Jalissa, how do you say that word? Oh, wait. Oh, oh. yeah, I'm going to butcher it too. Uh, Sinchona or Sinchona Bark? C I N C H. Yeah, that's it. Okay, good. So thank you, Mark. Okay, whatever that is. Bark. <laughs> um, and we just, <clears throat> we're, we're search engine in it as well, looking in. Apparently, you can all over Etsy here, then wherever you can find that type of bark that with quinine um, would be in it. So uh, how did we even get into that? Oh, we were talking about that. Oh, we were okay. talking about uh, different ways to combat sure. the virus. And, I mean, there's a lot of different options. I think they're also trying to say echinacea, or not echinacea, elderberry was one thing that, you know, um, people, mm-hmm. they were told not to use it because it could exasperate it. And it's like, wait, no, they're just putting that out there first. But keeping, mm-hmm. trying to keep us away from it. The reality um, here is that the best protection you have is to get your immune system up to speed and the most critical thing in that is vitamin d you know they have not had a covid victim that was hospitalized on a respirator that was not deficient in vitamin d okay well 80 percent 80 percent of the people are were all deficient in vitamin d did you want to say something um, so uh, just an add-on. So search engine D three K two. Not you right now, but anybody listening to this later as well. So look at those additional. There's and do your research. Um, but look into that the vitamins as well. So it it makes it more available. And again, there's a whole. I don't have it up on my screen right now. So you said D three K. D three K two. K two. So vitamin D three, and then K two, and the combo of the two. Um, from there, uh, 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 going back a couple, Dolly, it's my beautiful daughter, Olivia going with me on this trip. So I get to have a lot of fun chilling with her on the whole, um, 
U.S. West Coast trip this time. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun. Is is uh, I just go back and chat for those like, what the heck's he talking about? Just somewhere in chat a little bit ago, I I just got the chat screen up. Uh, screen up. So it's gonna be Olivia this time, and that varies. Um, so that'll be awesome. We get to drive around playing the desert too because um, we haven't done that in a while. So totally off topic there, but go ahead, Nancy. Did you have something? I'm looking in the chat here, to make sure I didn't miss anything else. Um, and no, go ahead. Huh? I, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> no, no, I'm good too. Um, and then Mark or Jalissa, did either of you have a, something on that topic or a different one you wanted to jump into? Mark, anything in uh, Facebook as I cut you off? Yeah, I'll look there eventually. Um, okay. So, yeah, uh, people don't necessarily need to buy uh, the MMS ingredients um, since, you know, Jim Humble's book, um, I forget which one, the latest one. It's like a handbook <clears throat> that you can actually just go to the pool store and buy pool shock. And uh, obviously, <clears throat> we're not medical professionals, and this is for entertainment educational purposes only. But based on his book, that it, it's a version of um, MMS, the, the pool shock you can buy. And it, it, it says the specific dosages to, um, you know, to parse out. So, but get the book first and then go from there. So, uh, as far as anything else additional, um, let me see. Oh, I, I guess I'll just go off on this. Um, MMS, I'm sorry. I, um, can you explain? Oh, that's, that's basically chlorine dioxide. That's um, oh. uh, abbreviation for Master Mineral Solution. Miracle Mineral Solution. Or Yeah, I don't like using the word... Oh, it good is, for it you. is miraculous, but uh, still. <laughs> oh, I'm with you on that. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you did that. Um, I, I kind of go back as a reference. Um, Andreas Kalker, um, K-L-C-K-E-R. If you bitch at his name and do newest first, you can see he's a biophysicist from, I think, Spain. And then he just came out with a book um, last month regarding COVID. And highly recommend viewing the uh, videos of him. As a biophysicist, he breaks down in his lab like um, <clears throat> how you can combat uh, COVID. Actually, I need to cough. Hold on. You guys go off on something. Nope. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Um. But so he um, he was in an interview with uh, Celeste Solem, who was for, former FEMA, and, and she's like talking about all the stuff the military is doing and bringing it to the civilian life. Um, but in, in her interview, uh, in, in the subscription thing with him, um, so CDO or clearing dioxide does clear up most of the things that are controversial, like the hydrogel, graphene oxide, um, effects of the bad shots. Um, what do you call it? Uh, nanotech. So that's in her subscription, you know, uh, uh backstage, uh, interview with him. But I think he, him and his um, lab do discuss some of those things in um, BitChute in his recent interviews from, from last year. So, um, yeah, they're there too. And also wanted to recommend this Brighteon uh, channel. Um, so if you go to brighteon.com, uh, chlorine dioxide DIY, and then parentheses MMS, MMS forward slash CDS. So... I'm recommending this page because this guy is giving quick, simple uh, MMS um, 
videos, how-tos, PDFs. But also, he took the J&J shot, knew it was bad, but had to, quote-unquote, take it for his, his, his school. Um, so he took uh, MMS before and after and then did a video blog about it. So really, um, basically put, putting his life on the line and then using himself as an experiment. So he knows what he's doing. Can you, you know, drop those links in the like chat that. room? And you can find them. Oh, okay. Good, good. All right. Thank you. Sure. Uh, yeah, so that's all I have on that. I don't know if you guys want to go off on that. I'll tell you what I'd like to go off on. Um, you mentioned that you're putting up a lot of new metaphysical things in your store. Uh, Julissa, what what do you what have you been seeing or you know putting out there that you think is worthy of us discussing? I'll put it on you. Sorry about the airplane. <laughs> uh oh. Well, 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 hold on, hold on. We got a sound problem. Derek, talk to me. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but not her. I'll just come up closer. Huh. Oh, you there you go. Yes. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, so in our store, we have, well, we actually have a class coming up, Derek and I, um, on all things Shungite and energy devices and organite um, devices. And I recently made these fun um, Sasquatch organite um, jars and tins. So we have a little miniature Sasquatch figurine in there. And, of course, Shungite um, with some copper filings, organic um, beeswax, and pink Himalayan salt. It comes with a little love wood heart. Uh, it has petrified wood, some moss, and uh, amethyst and citrine in there. So they're made with a lot of love, and they're fun to make, actually. Um, Derek helped make them. So it wasn't just me. Uh, I think I was the one, I guess, that came up with creating it. But Derek was helping, and also my daughter was helping make these, too. So they're a lot of fun. A lot of love got put into them. Um, so, of course, you know, we know all the benefits of Shungite here, but then also adding uh, those parts and pieces to it just, um, I guess, amplifies the energy and brings in Sasquatch's healing uh, and love abilities to that. So I think we'll try to get some pictures in chat. Um, we talked about that a little bit on the last show, <clears throat> but she has actually expanded um, into a little tin version as well. So it's again energy devices, um, little Shungite, Sasquatch, Orgo devices, basically. Uh, I'm looking to. So you want to? I don't know what you want to talk. About. I, I, you know, I look at those type of things where you got the Sasquatch in as a figurine in there, as an open invitation to communicate, to work with. And it doesn't mean you have to have a, you know, an abrupt, you know, Sasquatch standing in front of you. But you can, you know, use them within the concept of their spiritual beings, too. And maybe more advanced than us in a lot of ways. But to bring them in, it's like a welcome mat. Like, please, come to my house. Yes, absolutely. And um, I'm sure you all know how connected Derek is with them. And... Uh, you know, I've had some of my stuff too, but I guess not as 
Um, I haven't had them come full figure to me. I've seen their hands. <laughs> the only thing that came oh, yeah. to me. But, you that. Um, so I was uh, doing a session one day and, well, prior to mystical wares, I receptioned for many years. So I've had carpal tunnel, <clears throat> but I've also had like cysts in my wrists. Uh, but something that doesn't really, it doesn't affect me anymore um, since stopping that um, job. But I was working on someone and I had my hands up and my wrist started really bothering me. And it felt like, you know, the carpal tunnel syndrome and felt like this just pain inside my wrist. And I was like, oh, this is really annoying. And it was so, it was distracting me. And the distraction was, um, I was, you know, I was wanting to focus on the person in front of me. And so I was like, oh, I really need this to stop hurting right now because it's, it's become too distracting and I looked at my wrist and I see these um, hands on my wrist but they didn't look like you know human hands they're actually kind of hairy so I was like oh okay <laughs> I guess that must be Sasquatch coming in uh, but I ended up you know just went through the session and later on I asked Eric about that and I was like oh hey I think I had Sasquatch uh, helping me out in there so that was pretty cool and um, yeah I owe a lot of thanks uh, for their help and support, not just during that time, because there's been other things, but that was like where I actually had the, I guess, the visual come in. Yeah, it's interesting when they come in visually like that, <clears throat> be it overlaying yourself or often with me in sessions, Nancy, they'll come in uh, and I don't like call them in. There's not <clears throat> a certain way to do it. Usually they'll just kind of pop in and I'll kind of look off the person and see one standing there. It'll just kind of manifest, I'll say. I'm like, oh, okay. You got a big furry friend that showed up kind of thing. Um, and then they'll come in and um, and they'll hold their hands up and just, uh, how do I tell you that? They use their hand. Well, that's interesting because I hadn't thought of that. Even in here, when they're working with me, and it's not that I'm working on or with someone on a hand problem. It could be whatever. But they do hold their hands up, which is, now that I think about it, exactly what I do as well. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And then actually on, on Jalissa's, it looks like, so if you look at it theoretically with the third eye, it'd be like a, you know, a hazier, ghost-like, or a not-so-cohesive other hand coming over you or sort of thing, um, you know, boosting the frequencies or energies. And they'll, they'll do stuff like that all the time, actually. Yeah, and I didn't specifically ask for, like, a certain entity's help. I was just like, oh, I just really need this to stop. I, you know, I need this pain to go away right now. And there they were helping me. Um, but I've mentioned before in other our podcast, I don't know if our listeners have heard that uh, there's actually a couple of movies out, I think on Netflix or on Amazon Prime of like Bigfoot family. And there's like another, there's two of the movies where uh, Bigfoot is a healer and he uses, they use their hands to heal. So my kids really like that show. And um, that's, you know, when I'm doing sessions, using our hands. So I'm sharing Nancy in chat right now, some images for those that are wondering, like, what the heck is he? We talked about those selenites. So the first one up there is a selenite shungite. And that's a little mini dream catcher with the tree of life in it, by the way. For those that are looking at the, uh, looks like maybe a magic wand, a selenite wand there. And then below that, of course, is that shungite Sasquatch orgone device Jalissa came up with. And then the reason I added those purple and blue aura quartz images was because we didn't have them on the last show when we were talking about them. And I know that many people in chat um, you know, we're there for the last show as well. So that's what's going in there. Those are some of the extreme colors that you can, you know, enhance, I guess you can call it enhance, or add on to uh, quartz clusters and whatnot. So that's why I shared those. 
And those have been really popular. Like a lot of people like the Aura Quartz. Like we sold quite a bit since you brought those in. I know. <laughs> I was hesitant to bring them in, but I mean, they're legit. They're natural quartz crystal clusters. It starts like a clear quartz. Um, so they're programmable. They work just like that. But so like. Actually, Nancy, I was kind of get into it. I shared the purple one and the blue one. So often we associate purple with think crown chakra and maybe a, a shade of blue with our third eye and or throat chakra. So with those colors or frequencies that are now preset on those quartz clusters, well, if you're sitting around working on your crown chakra, it might not be a bad idea to have that purple one in your hand. Not that you need it or anything like that, but again, it draws those energies or frequencies that we've already down here in 3D associated with that chakra. So again, every every part and piece or energy attachment you can do in a good way um, will help you boost that energy. It's good to have a really full toolbox. Yeah, that's why I made that video we shared earlier of that little whatever animated silhouette guy standing in a soccer ball of love and all that. So all those visualizations, again, help add additional levels to our aha moments and the the more we understand the the stronger effect we can have so i don't know if jelissa was there anything and i'm gonna throw it back on you of course um and or nancy whatever uh well, new let, me, let me let me just add this little story about sasquatch because gene yeah. rockefeller was here and i'm in the kitchen we're both in the kitchen and but she's facing the door and all of a sudden, it was like she almost jumped into my arms, but I'm not very tall, neither is she, but I couldn't hold her, you know, but she was like, uh, you know. And what had happened is that she actually, oh, I know what it was. She had gone to the door, and she started to push open the door, and it felt like somebody was pushing back at her. And so she... she it spooked her and she jumped, you know, and she's like holding on to me and I'm not looking at the door. I'm just like, what, what's the problem? And then she saw the hands come around the door of Sasquatch. So uh, I don't know that she's coming back. <laughs> I'm only kidding because we did have an interaction. So she was somebody that um, maybe had been working with them before, but right down here, you know, they were very, very... Uh, prevalent here. At one point, she said, "Oh, we were outside." And she said, "Whoa, a Sasquatch just came through a vortex inside the house." And so, you know, there was a thing that happened with that. More of that story. But the weird thing is, is that after she had left and gone back up, I was just sitting there and I looked at the, my floor. My floor's got like flagstones of quartzite. All I mean, the whole house has got quartzite flagstones through it. And I just sort of, my, my attention got to this one, there was a big rock and then there was some other rocks and I realized that this looked like a Bigfoot thing, but big. I mean, I'm talking, this thing was is probably 18 inches long. Right in the middle of the living room, exactly where she said the Sasquatch came in. So I'm not sure sure it isn't some kind of a Sasquatch landing pad, but that's weird. <laughs> Think I think I I think I have a picture of it. I'll have to send, put it up on the thing. So Sasquatch is all over. I mean, I'm in Miami, and you're up there in Washington. Um, they're first what we would call etheric beings, and then physical, not the opposite. I know yeah, that. Yeah. Talk. Okay. Yeah, you get it. 
So they're that first, and then they'll pop in here physically. So it's not like, well, is there a big enough patch of trees for them to live in? Uh, whatever. That doesn't matter. That's why they can travel so fast. Mm-hmm. So do all of us. You know, somebody somebody did a study of uh, Bigfoot, quotes, uh, sightings in Massachusetts over a very short period of time, and they kind of assumed it was the same Bigfoot because it was taking, you know, a trajectory, a straight line type of thing, and they could not believe the uh, how fast this thing was moving. But, you know, it's like they'll be in front of you, and then they're gone, and then they'll be behind you, and they pop in and out. It's uh, yep, fascinating. Exactly. I mean, it's a world we don't we live in and within, or they live within us, or but we don't really know much about it. How many other worlds are like that? Well, maybe the fairies and the gnomes and the dragons. You know how many how many layers of this universe, this game we're playing, this this, you know, talk about you know a cosmic uh, computer. <laughs> I would say the quantum field would be that. How many books have been written? How many movies have been made with all these different uh, beings that were created in somebody's imagination where all these other people have followed along with it or have felt like they're in part of that movie or in that book? And, yeah, pretty amazing. Well, I, you know, I've told this, but I wrote a book once, um, you know, actually my first full-length book, and... Um, so I, I finish it, and, and it was about a, a war confrontation in Germany, you know, between the Russians and the or Soviet Union at the time and, and, and the NATO forces. And so I finish it, and uh, I said to my guides, okay, so how do we get this published? And they said, oh, you're not going to publish it. And I said, what? I just spent a year of my t- life writing this book, and we're not publishing? No, no, no. And... So I said, why? And they said, well, because now you put it into fiction so it cannot become true. Isn't that a strange response? Yeah. (laughs) So we don't know the full implications of what our imagination and our creativity can actually bring to reality. And and these, these devices that you guys have, you know, I mean, so many of them are just tools. Tools to give us, to to build our imagination. I mean, they've gone out of their way to destroy our imaginations. That's what they're afraid of, is that the imagination is going to take over before they can get their 5G all in a place. (laughs) (laughs) But it ain't happening. (laughs) um, I'm going to answer, so in chat I'm showing another image of what's sitting on Jalissa's desk right here in front of us. And she didn't, like, set this prop up for the show either, by the way. Um, a couple of little spiritual metaphysical Sasquatch around the little crystal ball and some big old Kambaba mushrooms and things. And then let me look here. Um, available in the... Yes, yeah, so the... And these are a Jalissa one as well, but the new heart-shaped orgone devices um, that are just stunning-looking will be available in store probably in the next couple of days. Um, so we'll get those. Are, are we going, well, let me let Jalissa answer. Are there modifications going on? Yeah, so I made these and I really love them, but I had a little bit, um, so I put the uh, Shungite silver powder in the Organite device and there was the little bubbles that were made because of how I um, layered it. 
So I want to put these out, but I'm also wanting to kind of tweak that a little bit because I want to make sure that the silver and shungite combination is in there. So I'm wanting to play around a little bit more to see if there's another way that I can have that combo in there uh, without making it ridiculously expensive, adding the silver. So uh, Derek's going to share some images right now. That's why I haven't posted them online yet. Um, Derek says to just do this, that people will be okay with those bubbles, but um, there's been a couple where the bubble, like your hand turns black from it because uh, there's just an air pocket in there. Yeah, so she's going to hone the process. I'm looking at one of them now, what she's talking about. And yeah, I kind of get it. We'll have, an, again, an image up here in chat in a moment. But as far as aesthetically, you know, how they look, they're really awesome, um, really pretty. So well, I'll, tell you, I'll put it this way. We're going to get them up just as soon as we can. Um, Wendelis is happy with the version she comes up with. And she's working on them actively, and they only take a day or two. To, mm -hmm. No, uh, they take a little bit longer. Oh, because they're because, thicker? Well, because I have to... So I have a mini rose in there as well. So I have to let, I have to do one layer first and then let it sit for a few days before I do the second layer. Um, or if I need to do another layer after that, if I add the silver shungite powder, then it, it just makes the process a little longer, so. I love the way that you've got the, uh, the two Sasquatch sitting there uh, <laughs> almost in a meditative state, but for, for everybody out there, when you when you start to take and work with your minerals and images, your, we call them totems, okay, they're images, um, and you start to work with them, you can, it's a really good way of beginning to, or, be, or, or, or just exercising your ability to feel different energies, because you just sit there and, you know, you start out with one and you feel the energy, and then you just see, well, what else will I put in here? And then sit and be aware of the change of energy as you add these layers. Um, it just It's a, just an exercising tool. And then you've got these wonderful little stories that are ingrained in the way that the images come together. That's beautiful. I, I'm assuming you did that, right, Jalissa? Um. Well, these little guys right here, uh, we're actually just playing around and uh, kind of teasing Olivia. We're all talking about the, um, the Sasquatch Organite devices, and we're talking about how many Sasquatch have come into our office now. And Olivia had actually gifted us these uh, Sasquatch that you see in the picture there. And I had just bought, like, this little crystal ball, and the holder is actually a tiger's eye fear holder. Um, and yeah, we were just playing around one day all talking about Sasquatch and like I put mine down next to the crystal ball and then Derek grabbed his and put it in. So yeah, we we're just having a little uh yeah, hangout session with them. Yeah, the little <laughs> orange one uh was actually mine. We're like, oh she put them over there. Well they're gonna have a little powwow. <laughs> yeah, they're having fun. <clears throat> yeah. I did share in chat um the Orgone's love hearts. With the um, so for those looking at it now, that's a rose. Well, you described I think everything in there, right? Um, and the one with the heart, so it's a love infinity symbol, the little rosebud, copper filings. Oh, and I forgot to mention it's actually so it has the silver shungite powder, but it also has rose quartz powder, so you can't even see that it's in there because um, even when I, I tried it, I've made them a couple times now, I made them with the rose quartz 
uh, chips, and those were like so opaque that they're see-through as well. So I was going to try the powder since you couldn't really see it anyways. Um, but like I said, because I used the powder and having to do the layering, it created bubbles in there. So I might just go back to the rose quartz chips and um, do something with the shungite powder so to prevent the bubbles. Yeah, I like the little love in, or like, how would you read that? Like love forever, I guess, with the little infinity. Infinite symbol? love. Infin oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess either way it works. <laughs> love infinity. They're absolutely stunning. How how big are they? Two inches? One yeah. inch? Two inch? Uh, just, two inches. Yeah, I couldn't imagine working with something smaller. Yeah, they're about. Very nice. Very nice. Um. Okay, what what other goodies do you have there? And one of the things I want to point out that yes, uh, Derek has a, a, a shop, Mystical Wares in Washington State, and it's without a doubt the biggest Shungite collection. But it's probably the biggest metaphysical connect collection that you're going to see. It's like it's like a, uh, it's not just the the store and all the minerals in it. It's the fact that he has it's a center because he has educational programs that they put on and he doesn't charge anybody for any of this not the vendors not the people that come because he believes so much in the in the the more energy you put out the more energy you get back and so if you're looking for a place to go just to take you know there's a lot of people up in that area you want a place to go that you can have an experience like none other in the on the base of the earth. You know, there's a lot of things to do up in that area. Think of it as a destination point. And for those people that are local, you know, same situation. You might have to go a little bit longer than you would to the local closer shop, but you're not going to have the experience of it. And as far as presenting the different devices... Derek, Derek is, you know, he doesn't like to advertise too much. You know, it's like, you know, I don't want this to be, you know, all about selling and money and all that. But what I see it as is teaching us other, exercising our imagination and things that we can do. You know, you know it might be just a, a, oh, that's an interesting idea, you know, and that you can do. You don't have to continually think in terms of this is selling you something. It's providing you information providing you imaging that you know might carry you to a different place of aha moments because just looking at these things you know you can have a, it, the energy you'll, you'll be taking in the energy so i deeply appreciate what you guys are doing over there that's a lot of fun doing it too we get a you know play with all kinds of things and share interactions with people jumping in big copper pyramids for the first time and all sorts of things i do in chat a couple more images like a, a little mystery grab bag, and then um, who does? That's Alex, That's Alex again, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the new Shungite Oval, Nancy Mark. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. The pendant with, so that guy, the, our friend that Alex will just say, um, that actually does the. We've had Shungite chunks with big copper trees wrapped on them, the tree alive sort of thing, and he um, wraps those little trees on the Shungite ovals, palm stones as well. So here's a new version where he actually somehow or another with cursive writing, you know, wrote the word love on there for those in chat again, you can see it there. Um, and that's available on the website now too, in those pendants. Um, so that's 
that's something new that's also happened. What kind of what the, the hardness of his copper must be? I mean, I don't know how it holds together. <laughs> I just he he mystifies me on on the what he's doing with this copper. Is it he's good? Really, is, is it really hard copper? You know what I mean by that. No, because it's a thin diameter, so it's not real hard. Like, hmm. I think it's at, what do we use? Eight, eight or ten or something? Eight, yeah. Eight, oh, eight. Oh, God. Eight eight, I think it might be about. Um, but no, he's just amazing. Like, like it's, it's really, it really is. Yeah, and the stuff he does is different. So the branches relative to uh, on the copper tree he, he winds um, are, you know, different thicknesses compared to the this this. Um, stock, I guess you'd say. So he uses different thicknesses of wire, and he gets really, really intricate. I'm actually, while I'm sitting here kind of pausing, waiting for an email to come in for me, I'm going to share another image. Jalissa has, and they are not available just yet. They will be soon. So if you watch the Mystical Wares um, website, but the co- the Cosmic Shungite Pendants, that again are the Shungite Pendants tumbled in pure silver for three days, um, and Jalissa had some infinity symbol wrapped ones. And again, I'm just waiting for, um, I'm trying to forward the image to myself. She now has a version that's in my hand here where she's actually got some little hearts wrapped into it with the infinity symbol. So long story short, a whole lot more creativity happening now um, within the wrapping process. So it's really cool to see. And here we go. It's about to jump in chat. You'll see the image I'm talking about. Derek, um, you also were having some kind of... Uh of a contest or something, a gifting. What was all that about? Which one are we doing? So, oh, the gift card. Oh, uh, there's a couple or... of things. Well, we do have. Well, I don't think this is what Nancy's talking about. We do have gift cards now available on the website, but I, we have a giveaway we're still putting together. And actually, I have a really cool. I, I don't even want to get into, but a, a wood carved. We'll just say a wood carved resin bowl. It's a whole. I'm not doing it justice. But that, and we're going to put together, and that's from, and we'll promo the artists that built it here locally. They come to some of our fairs as well. Um, but a lot of really cool woodworking work. I know that was a tough one to say. Um, go ahead. It's um, so these wood carving creations that they're combined with the resin. And it's a husband and wife team that come, has come up with these. And they're actually, like he said, what, the way that we're explaining it just doesn't even do it justice. Um, even sharing pictures of it I don't think would do them justice um, but they're really neat um, yeah they have wood bowls and like incense cone holders we're putting and, together the giveaways what yeah. we're doing too so we're going to add some of these things as well and and I am going to take an image here and share it too but um, yeah really interesting things but they'll be back at upcoming fairs and how are the fairs going? You got them every other weekend or every weekend? Um, it'll be every other weekend, but January is a little different um, because of the Arizona trip. So um, the next fair will be on January 29th and 30th. So they're always a great time. It's uh, really, it's been amazing to see the community grow and people coming out of their shells and just getting more into their like it it's like they finally have a space where they're uh they're free to be themselves and to open up and to be able to share their gifts with others so a lot of new vendors are not a lot of or a lot of new readers or people just getting out there and making connections and networking and 
um, yeah, free to be themselves and share love. Do you find that many, there's more people that knew nothing about it that are stumbling into it or being drawn into it from somebody else? I mean, do you have a lot of newbies or? Not? Oh, yes. Actually, yeah. um, we're at a time tell Derek, uh, yesterday we had somebody come in and uh, she was just asking about some of the classes that we had and I had brought up the fairs and she had said that she was actually um, wandered in one day accidentally not knowing that a fair was going on and when she knew that that was happening it actually kind of scared her so she uh, was trying to avoid it and didn't want to come back and came back again and she was like no I'm just very aware but you know growing up Christian and it seems really scary and she's like I know I shouldn't be scared of it that's why she keeps coming back and so she will come back again for the fair um, but like it's just a lot of energy and it's like when you're sensitive to that and you feel that you don't know if it's like a good feeling or a bad feeling or a warm feeling but you know she keeps being drawn so she knows it's like her having to like remember or relearn that it's you know it's a safe place for her and she can continue to come back and so it was nice that she actually was opened up and you know talked to me a little bit about it and you know realized that it's not scary so yeah getting their their toes wet like being a hot tub kind of thing and come back in yeah ease into it because it can be a lot to take you know places like this you'll feel it even kids we see coming in here with their parents They'll go in sometimes hyperactive mode and just start running everywhere, going, launching all over, and they're just feeling the energy. So it's hard to describe sometimes, um, you know, when you're perceiving it, but it's there. Um, go ahead. Oh, well, when, you know, empaths, I guess that's what you would call them, or people that are aware that they're feeling something and they just don't know what it is. And it's like when you're in a world or an environment where people are like, oh, they don't recognize whatever it is that they're picking up on, and it's just kind of, hidden or ignored and then to come to a place like this where we are aware of that and the people that come in are usually more aware and then the people that are part of the fairs are likely very aware as well it's like it's just heightened energy so then you have an energy sensitive person just like you said getting their toes wet um, it can be a lot so but yeah they're easing into it and you know we're okay we're not scary <laughs> nope good to hear um, Mark, did you have anything else that you wanted to kind of throw out there? No, no. Um, <clears throat> they're going on a pretty good roll, so um, just keep okay. going with that. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, the other thing that I like to turn people towards is your Oregon devices, the small ones, you know, like I'm grabbing it right now. The one that's got the, the little piece, uh, well, probably, what, three inches of copper pipe in the resin bottom you know what I'm talking about copper pipe oh the one with the jar that you the little putting. little Oregon devices like a, like a cloud buster okay those aren't yeah no nobody knows what you're talking about Nat we do but because no those have not been available online um, we can and we'll get them so what we're talking about yeah little Oregon devices that have a little I don't know three inch copper pipe coming out of it um that you can, I've talked about it before, where you can write an intention or your, again, what you're wanting and put it inside of there. So, yeah, those ones are not available online. I don't know why we never did those online. Was there was it a shipping issue? Really couldn't be. Why would it be a shipping issue? So, nothing fragile. No, no, you're right. I think it, um, 
Okay, it was a, well, we can still do it. We can make those available again. Yes, they look like little tiny, um, what some of you are going to know is the eagle. Um, and they were just similar, but anyway. Um, it's sharp edges on there, like sticking, so it's a copper pipe that we cut. And oh, nothing... oh, you'll have to file them down. Uh, and it is winding that little piece of paper sticking inside the copper tube. People are sticking a finger, and then, then all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, oh, yep, yep, I can see that. Okay, that makes sense. Put there. So, yeah, and that'll. You know what you yeah. might be able to do? You might be able to melt it. Oh. Huh. That well, there's it. an idea. I have torches. I know where you're going with that. So that's that. Oh, I'll play with that when I get a chance. I'll hit it with a slight torch and see. And hopefully it doesn't like heat the copper up so much that it will re-melt the... And I know I can do it before I put it in the Oregon device. I'll play around with that. Cue for the tip. Okay, so we're three minutes out. Anything else you guys want to share? You might want to tell people about your new program Thursday night. Um, and it has, yeah, and um, I'm going to put that out loosely. So we're talking about Metaphysical Perspectives podcast that Jalis and I are hosts on. It is, and I'm saying loosely... Thursday nights, because our next one is going to be, um, again, because of travel delays, it's going to be the first week of February, but probably recorded then aired, just, and that's just a, a, a situation with the guests we're going to have, um, meaning she's, a, and I'm talking about Karen Rotowski, so she'll be our next guest, Paranormal Karen, fantastic, I'll just say metaphysical comedian, <clears throat> and she does sessions too, and tarot readings and different things, so literally, if you just type Paranormal Karen, you're going to find her. She's been on Jay Leno, lots of um, other comedian shows and things. She's a stand-up comic. I've seen her in person. She's just phenomenal. Awesome lady. Um, so recording issues, she's out of state. So long story short, we're going to record it the first week of February. We'll announce when we air it, just within a day or two. But yes, as Nancy said, typically every other week we'll have a live video podcast um, on Thursday nights, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. I will announce these things again because of the slight variations that can happen, like I'm talking about with Karen. They'll be on the mysticalwares.com website, and there is a podcast page within that. You can look for updates, including view the shows um, there. Because it is a video, like I said, HD video podcast. So you'll see us the whole time, um, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. So Okay, we're a minute out here. You want to say good uh, goodbye for the day, Mark? <laughs> Yeah, thanks everybody. It was fun. Um, Nancy, what's coming up for Radio 5G tomorrow? Um, Dr. Uh, Robert Malone. He's a um, the guy that made the made the vaccines. Anyway, running out of time. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And we got Cosmic Reality tonight. So you two say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you very much. Had a great time. Appreciate it. Thank you. And I appreciate you all for being here. And it's like I say, Cosmic Reality tonight will be live. Never know where that show is going to go. Be safe, everybody. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.